Welcome back to Barely Sears. You're about to listen to episode 187, but before I get into the episode, I'm going on tour next week, February 10th through the 25th, Brewery Comedy Tour. I'm bringing Brandon Lejean and Andrew Tarr to open for me. I'm going to be hitting Anoka, Texas. God damn it. Anoka, Minnesota, motherfucker. I'm going to Minnesota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Nebraska, Minnesota, and North Dakota. Anoka, Minnesota. Yeah, not Texas. Anoka, Minnesota. Anyway, all the shows are on my on my Instagram. I totally fucked that up. But going on tour. See, I'm so excited I couldn't even get it right. All right? Anyway, with that out of the way, enjoy this week's episode. Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 187. I'm out here in the Mexican Project House with the last episode with Mike Eaton. Hooray. Well, not the last episode with me, just the last episode while I live in the Mexican Project House. Yeah, well, that's what I meant. Yeah, the viewers might think I'm dying. Or <laughs> <laughs> You want to tell me about that, that tuberculosis you got? Uh, dude, I don't know what I have. Uh, I At the moment, I have gratitude for being a fat guy because it's been so cold and i've been so toasty warm have you really I, I actually sweat through my sheet last night that was so hot well dude ever this is there's two times you've come home and just cranked the heat to 90 i don't touch the heat galen <laughs> i would never in a million years ask anyone that's ever lived with me or ever known me the highest i've ever set a thermostat in my entire life is 74 that's pretty high that's way too high that's when it was like <laughs> 50 inside and I was like I hope the air conditioning comes back on and we can have heat in the house so you think two you just, years ago during the snowstorm you just rumble bumble stumbled into it yeah I think I'm an obese person <laughs> and these hallways are built for muy pequeños <laughs> and so when my gordo ass walks down it my fucking belly probably just like gorilla not that tall. Grip. what you're not that tall yeah I am your belly is not the same height as the thermostat yeah dog it's a low thermostat no, it's not. I don't know where it is. I've never, oh, okay. t- I've never touched it. Dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know it's a knob. <laughs> I don't. So here's the thing. When I first moved in here, if you remember, we didn't have air conditioning. That's right. It was hot. And I was like, hey, Ross, this is not okay. I'm sweating. I, I'm not going to sweat indoors and pay rent. That's not, <laughs> that's, that's not two things that can be true. So he bought that portable AC unit. And set it up in here until we got the AC fixed. And then he went and bought a window cooling AC unit. So things that people use for whole like thousand square foot apartments. He put one just on my window. <laughs> so every Badly. single night since then, I have cranked it as cold as that thing will go. Usually that's, my room is like 58. That's insane. It's amazing. That's insane. Yeah. It's, I don't like that at all. It's cold and dark, and if my head gets out of the covers too much, I go, ooh, and I put it back in. Do you really sleep under the covers fully? Yeah. That's crazy. Well, not my head under. My head's out. Oh, okay. I keep my nose out. Like, right really? Here. Yeah. I like to, I like, I'll have like half my body out, and like I'll stick a leg out and shit. <laughs> yeah. That's my room's cr- like 72. Yeah, that's insane, dog. I like it warm. I'd rather be hot than cold. It's like hot, you could just take off layers. When you're cold, you have to like, you can't just like, you have to put on, you have to measure for how it's gonna be, maybe. What? What? Measure? What are you measuring? Like the, the heat. But it's, if it's just 72, it's like, okay, cool. I, don't, I could just sleep with a shirt off in my underwear and just stick a leg out. It was 72, I gotta be fully nude and no blanket on me and a fan on, or I'm sweating. I don't sleep with a blanket. You don't sleep with a blanket? No, I just sleep with my sheet and a comforter. Yeah, I just use a comforter and a blanket. A blanket? A you don't use a sheet? No. That's crazy. Yeah, sheets are gross. What? Sheets hold in so much heat, Galen. That's the point. It's a bed. I don't to- want to hold in heat. I'm hot. <laughs> I don't need it to be hotter in there, dude. If I pull the sheet up, that means that my little furnace of a body is going to create fucking Auschwitz under that blanket. <laughs> it's a goddamn heated gas chamber of doom. But if I have a blanket on there that's like nice and breathable and then like a kind of breathable comforter, then most of that heat emanates out. So, because I knew we were going to record later today, I took my nap and I put on episode, the first episode you did of the podcast was episode 36. Whoa. Uh, this is episode 187, and this was four years ago. We recorded it in the backseat of Dom's SUV, and we made him just like go inside while That's we been recorded. like three years. It's been almost four years. I can actually pull it up. Um, cause it'll be in my recently, 
It was August 9th of 2019. So, yeah, almost three years. That's insane. Um, do you remember what crazy sexual escapade I had like two days before we recorded that episode? It's like all we talked about for the first five minutes. What did you do? It was when I, I banged my old coworker in the parking lot of the work that we worked at while our old manager pulled up to work an overnight. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. I can't believe you haven't gotten any chiller. What do you mean? Well, you, we were texting, and I was like, hey, what are you doing after the pod? Cause I, at, when, That's at, why I'm bringing this up. At some point, I was like, oh, man, I got I to gotta go get on my drug class, and then I'm going to go downtown. What are you doing? And you're like, I'm going to go bang that super hot chick with a husband and a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and then once I seal the deal, I'll be downtown. I was like, what the fuck, man? Three years, and you've just grown to, instead of fucking coworkers, you fuck... People with husbands <laughs> and kids and kids. Well, this is the craziest. You're thing a homewrecker. No, no, no. She wants it. It's the, yeah. It's a, she's a whore. She's a no, bad person. You don't talk about. She her doesn't like deserve that. her family. She doesn't deserve her kids. I hope CPS takes them away, and I hope her husband gets a newer, hotter wife. No, no, no. That would be impossible. No, newer not. maybe, but hotter, not. Nah. Bro, this chick. If if I hook up with this chick tonight, she would be the hottest chick I've ever hooked up with in my life. Gorgeous. So hot that we were talking. She's a, I forgot the terminology or whatever, but she's so hot that her husband thinks that she's so hot that he has to share her. It's like this weird non-monogamy. Yeah. So it's consensual. Disgusting. Ethical non-monogamy. Yes. Yes. So he thinks that she's so hot that he has to share her. No, dude. What he really thinks is he's a fucking queer that likes to watch other men rail his girlfriend out. Because something in his brain is broken. Oh, but she's going to be taking a video. What? Or, at the very least, describing it in explicit detail when she gets home for him to do the real job. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. You don't care? Yeah. If he, <laughs> wants, if he wants to be in the room, I don't care, dude. She's a tent. If, as long as he stays in his corner, the cut corner. If yeah, stay, dude. If he he's going to sit in the cuck chair at the hotel, and you're going to be banging her out, and he's going to be over there in the corner going, <clears throat> Oh, nah, bro. <clears throat> We're going to be at their house. The kids are going to be downstairs eating PB&Js, bro. Because <laughs> like because of this winter freeze, we matched on Tinder a few days ago. And she's like, oh, let's do Thursday. And today's Thursday. And so I've had a while to plan out. How many times have you jerked off thinking about it? Oh, dude, like four or five. Be honest. Like four or five. Okay. But you've jerked off to other things, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course. So in two days, you've jerked off how many times? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> like three, three or four times a day. All right. Yeah, I'm not... Much behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this, we're going to call this episode, because in honor of us being roommates, we're going to call this episode Mike Eaton's cum rag pile. I don't have one. <laughs> I use socks like a gentleman and throw them in my hamper. You have a cum Kleenex pile, and the most horrifying sentence I've ever heard in my life is, it's okay, I just grab one of the old ones and find a spot that's not hard. Well, no, well, you reuse cum Kleenexes, Galen. Because I'm out of tissue boxes. There's two empty boxes in the pile. You didn't see Come it? in the box. I don't know. I don't have that good of a Come in the box and wipe the tip on the edge. No, no, no. I don't need Use that. it like a paint scraper. I don't want to get a paper clip cut or paper cardboard cut. I can't believe... Fuck, man. That's Let me insane. show you a picture of this girl. Oh, all right. I thought you were going to save your cum piles. Like, I, don't, I can smell it from here pretty much. <laughs> it doesn't smell that bad. I've gone kind of used to it. Do you think that whiskey associates the smell of your cum with home? <laughs> She's like, where's my bed? Smells like dad's cum. This must be my bed. This is her. She's not a 10. Okay, well. For, that's a um, strong eight, but that's not a 10. You add the fact that she's married and add the fact she has a kid and looks like Yeah, those take her. points away. No, no, no. she have a C-section? Doesn't look like it. Then that shit is stretched the fuck out. You ever seen a vagina at full dilation? It no. might come back a little bit, but once it's been there, it, it, I don't care once you go black, you never go back. That's not true. But once you pop out a fucking kid, that shit only springs back so far. Do you know how many pregnancies have to get an episiotomy during delivery? What's that? That's where, because their vaginas aren't big enough to get this fucking head out, they have to snip their gooch to make their pussy and their asshole one big hole just so the kid's head can fit out. That's not a real thing. Swear to God. Wouldn't the kid get a disease from the asshole? No. They clean it. And then you have to sew it up. And this is why it's even crazier is there's like a fucked up practice called the husband stitch where when they stitched up, they stitch it one extra to make it tighter to fix the pregnancy damage. 
How do you know all this? This is weird. I'm autistic. <laughs> okay. I posted about this the other day. It's like I have unlimited access to the internet and no self-control. All right. I hear word. Also, do you know how fun it is to just disgust and upset like grown women by using that word in public? Do they know what it means even? A lot of them do. Really? Yeah, because a lot of women have a giant fear about that. Of episiotomy? Episiotomies. The other thing that they're very afraid of is shitting themselves during labor. Which they like almost all do. That would be better than having your gooch cut open. Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, they're n- numb from the neck down if they got an epidural, but still. Did you know that hummingbirds are the only birds that could fly backwards? That's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> Galen knows facts too. <laughs> I'm just saying, I have access to the internet too, buddy. Crawfish swim backwards. That's actually kind of cool. But they crawl forwards. But they shoot water out and go, and shoot themselves backwards. Do you remember the first time you ever saw a crawfish? In real life? I don't know how old I was. I'm pretty sure it was late. Because I think that stuff's icky. Like, I don't touch. I've seen a lot of lobsters. I got to pick my lobster out of the tank at Trulux a bunch. Trulux? Trulux? Huh. Dude, uh, the first time I ever saw a crawfish. So I used to... uh, when I was like a kid, like my, my mom would just like drop me off at my grandparents' place. Actually, they would meet halfway. They would meet at the Ontario Mills Mall. My grandparents live in uh, Hesperia, like yep. Victorville. And so they would meet halfway at the Ontario Mills Mall and like drop me off in the parking lot like a fucking drug deal. And then we would go fishing. So we got would... the cash, we got the boy. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the drug deal that nobody wants. Yeah. Uh, dude, one time my uncle was like living with my grandma. So his mom, he was just still living there still. Uh, and I was already alive because, you know, my mom had me young. And so mm-hmm. he was probably like 20 and he was still just living there. And he was just like screaming at me like to shut the fuck up because I was just sitting in the back like, la, 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 just like talking about nonsense. Yeah. Uh, and so we go fishing and I would always, uh, my grandpa, I, I specifically remember it would be a stake in the ground with a yellow rope for all the fish that we caught. And they would just be like drinking, just getting hammered like yeah. the entire time. That's what fishing is. Yeah. Well, you know, as a kid, you just think it's about, the, you know, the yeah, when you're stupid, you're yeah, like, yeah. Santa's real. Fishing's about fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I would pull the yellow rope out and it would have all the fish attached with the little hope rope through their, their gills. And I would poke all their fish, the, the eyes out. Cause I would love to poke the eyes cause they were like marble. So I'd like poke the eyes out. And I just remember like all the time, like I would just get like beer cans chucked at me, put the, put the fish back in the water, boy. And like, like that. So they would just be poking the eyes out. Is there all there? There's a, there's pictures of me holding like my first fish and like one of the eyes is missing just cause like I would rip the eyes out. But anyway, and do what with them? You fucking serial killer. Nothing. I would just throw them back in the water. It was just cool to like, cause they just like, if you, all right, if you would like, Put your dig your finger like behind their eye. Their eye would like follow you because they were still alive. <laughs> I was a kid. I was like four years old. Yeah, that's the shit that they say is like a sign you're gonna be a serial killer. I never killed nobody. I'm just Yet. saying. No, you're gonna have a mental break in your thirties and go on a murder spree. I can see it. Yeah. No, you, no, you've never poked an eye out of a fish. Fuck no. What are you talking about? That's gross. It's it an feels, animal. It's yeah, live. They're not animals. They I'm don't not feel gonna pain. pull its eyeball out. They don't feel pain. No, you don't pull its eyeball out. Of course out. they feel pull, pain. You don't pull its eyeball out. It's more of like a, it'd be like a. You're like not going to make this better. Hold on. You ever seen like a woman get a surgery to become a guy? They like scoop the pussy out with a spoon. They don't do that either. <laughs> what are you talking about? They get a hot spoon and scoop it out. Right? Holy shit. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. You're going to be a serial killer. You're going to have sex with a trans woman. And she's going to have one of these new age fucking Roku remote pussies that Hope has so. all the magic in it. Better. And you're going to be banging her out. And then you're like, man, that was amazing. And she's going to be like, I can't believe that you don't care. I was born a man. And then you're going to be like, yo, what the fuck? And then you're going <laughs> to kill her. And then you're going to go on a killing spree, just killing a bunch of trans people. Like, they should have told me. They should have told me. And you're going to poke all their eyes out. And be like, they're not people just like fish. <laughs> and then you're going to get arrested. That, I just saw into the future. I just did a That's So Raven fucking brain blast. Is that what that show was about? I don't know. Oh, my. Brain blast was from Jimmy Jimmy Neutron, Neutron, a-hole. But That's So Raven had visions of the future. That's not what's going to happen at all, because that would have happened already when it (laughs) happened to me with that trans person. Uh, But we were fishing. (laughs) (laughs) We were fishing. And I pulled, I was like, oh, I got one, I got one. And so my grandpa came over to, like, help me out, because he, it was more of a... You better catch this fish instead of like 
you got to learn how to fish. And so you would just like, sometimes you'd be like, let me, let me do it. Let me do it. It's so like, I would, I pulled it up one time and just, just hanging on by a claw was, <laughs> bless you, was just this crawfish and it was just hanging on by, by its claw. And I was like, what is that? He was like, that's crawdad. Get him. And I was like, oh. And so he's from like Mississippi. He was like, get him. And I was like, oh. And so like he like lunged forward with the net. And then it just like James Bond, like it just, it like almost said peace out. It went like this. Just let go of its claw. went doink. Bloop. And just like let go and just slow motion fell in the water. And he just like starts scraping the net like in the water. But it was gone. Probably because it swam backwards. Yeah, because it went and shot water. Just out. shot out of there. Yeah, I didn't but, realize they had crawfish in California. It was probably planted in the. It, this was a. It was Hesperia Lake. You can't even fish there anymore because of mercury. Because they probably planted so much shit in there. So that was probably like a baby lobster. No, it was for sure a crawfish. I'll never forget it. They don't put lobsters in lakes. Do they put crawfish in lakes? Probably. Then why wouldn't they put lobsters? It might have just been a fucking. So there's crawfish in California all the time. I remember, dude. What? Uh, so there was this little back like flooding river trail thing not a river trail like a little just an aqueduct for a flood that flowed from the santa Ana river all the way to the ocean that went that bordered the the back side of my middle school and one time it rains uh so hard for like a week that it flooded out and flooded our grass area and Whoa. there was yeah there was a crawfish there and i remember i i took the crawfish home with me and i put it in my bathtub and my mom came home and was like, and I was like way too old to be doing shit like this. Uh, and she came home and was like, what the fuck? And so I, she let me keep this crawfish and then it died. But it was huge. It wasn't like, you wouldn't eat it. I just looked it up. Crawfish season in California is July through October. Yeah, there's crawfish there. I'm telling you. That's bonkers. I always yeah, think of those as like sure shitty you... mud people food. Yeah. They're probably not as good. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't eat one of these. They come out of like like sewers and shit. Like you wouldn't eat these. Well, fucking the ones in Louisiana aren't much better. They're in the swamps. Yeah, but they're like they're eating fucking Katrina victims. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but those <laughs> those you're used to like they're they're they take so much out of the ecosystem that yeah. it's like evolving and like all this stuff. Nobody eats these in California. They're just there, disgusting. Gross. They they get huge because nobody takes them out of the wild. That makes sense. Dude, they lobsters are technically immortal. Yeah, they're biologically immortal or whatever yeah well that's why well also the the ones that are like huge you don't want to eat those because they taste like asshole they're old yeah they taste like shit well it's just that the meat's not as good it's starting to fall apart in there dude if you get a crawfish that's dead you ever had that happen no what have you no. eaten crawfish yes like crawfish boil yeah they're so, all dead when i eat them well yeah but what i'm saying is if they're dead when they throw them in the pot their tail will be stuck out and like tilted on the end like a weird boner <laughs> and you know not to eat those because they'll make you sick Really? Yeah, you don't want to eat the dead ones. You got to eat the ones with the, the curled tail. You don't want a straight tail. Yeah, you taught me how to eat crawfish. We went to that place. Yeah, that, I taught you how to pull the poop vein out. I didn't care about eating that stuff. That's so weird to me. Why? If you can see a line of that. shit down the back of an animal's back and you're going to eat that animal, you don't want to just do like an extra half a second of work and take it out? It's already, dude, who gives a shit? Me. Why? You don't know what they ate? Who cares? I don't care. It's you're not shit. eating a license plate. It's, it's, it's so small. Yeah, I'm going to eat a hundred of them. <laughs> and then I'm going to have a hundred crawfishes shit in my belly. Imagine imagine this. You eat 50 crawfish, just a normal number. That's like a, a pound. You eat a pound of crawfish. 50 That's crawfish. way more than a pound. 50? They're small. I don't weigh shit. 50 crawfish tails would be easy to put away. Oh, you mean just the meat alone? Yeah, well, there's 50 whole crawfish. I don't suck the heads. I think that's fucking gross, too. But... Fucking pinch the tail off, pull it out, and then, and I have sometimes I have the same problem with pistachios that I do with crawfish, because I have to do work. Part of me is like I'm gonna do all the work and then set the meat aside and then just eat all the meat at once, and then part of me is like I'm bored of just doing work. I want to eat. So That's like, funny. I'll peel pistachios for like 30 minutes and then just have a pile of fucking nut meats. Why don't you just get unsalted ones, or I mean, un like the pre-cracked ones? It's not the same. What? There's a a company out of Santa Monica. That roast their pistachios in like a habanero lime, and they're in the shells, and it's the best thing in the whole world. Dude, I want to name something so bad. What asshole named that habanero? Dude, they missed the mark. Habanero. Dude, I want to name something so bad, but why? Why is everything like already founded? Because it's fucking 2023, and we found shit out a long time ago. You can make something though. You named something. 
We named the podcast. Barely serious. That is pretty cool. I named a sex position too. What is it? It's called the uh, it's called the Galen Nash. It's where you just go. You want to give me head, and then they leave. Yeah, that's so it doesn't work. That's a cool sex position. <laughs> My favorite sex position is the one where I ask and get rejected, and then she leaves after taking me to go see Hozier. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great story, dude. I uh, had a, a flashback. So recently. There's a shrine. If you live in Austin, Texas, you can go and pay respects at the shrine of the fallen baby red Prius at 717 Red River Street. Dude, fucking day before my birthday, we're all partying and hanging out at the creek, drinking non-alcoholic beverages as we do. Yeah. <coughs> Singing karaoke until 5 a.m. or whatever. A very sober activity. And uh, I left to go drive home. And my car has been destroyed. Just Dumpster fucked into the curb And I was like oh no And under the windshield are a couple pieces of paper One of them says case number Has the case number says call APD 311 And then one of them says Some dumb bitch in a white Tesla Hit your car and mine And then has her license plate number So I, you know, I tried to do the right thing I called my insurance, I called the police None of them did anything Your insurance didn't do shit? My insurance so Your insurance is just if you hit somebody? Yeah, so, and I, I was just telling someone this story. That part, so until 2020, I had full coverage insurance, which means anybody hits me, I'm covered, anything. It covers all of the stuff. Yeah. I had expensive-ass insurance, but I've been in a bunch of situations where it was very important. I had a car where a guy, I, I had a car literally for a day. I had a 350Z. They delivered it at my work. I drove it home, had a great day. Next day, I'm driving it. Uh, what is that, a Corvette? No, it's a Nissan. Oh. But a Corvette hit me. I spun out, exploded the car, Corvette drove off, had a witness. So thankfully, I had like gap coverage and all the stuff on my, my full coverage. So I ended up getting more than the car was worth, getting to buy a new car. Everything turned out great. But um, 2020 comes around when all of the, the world shut down. All these small little bumfuck towns in Texas started auditing their systems because they had nothing to do. These people are, aren't making any new arrests. These people still need to make money that are on salary working for the city. So they're like, what do you do? It's like, we'll go through all of our old records and make sure we didn't miss anything. Just go and double check, cross all your T's, dot all your I's. So they start doing that. When I was a traveling salesman in the early 2010s, I got pulled over all That's the time. Not, uh, uh, that feels so old. I know. The early 2010s? I know. Uh, just a quick, did you see that thing where the guy was like, now he was like talking to some kids and he was like born in 1995 and he said that. He was like a, a substitute teacher and they're like, you were born in the 1900s? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dog, that hurts a lot. Or don't ever say early 2010s again. Uh, not like that. Just but say so like year. 2011 to like 2014, I was a traveling salesman all over Texas. So I would drive through these bumfuck towns and every now and then I'd get a ticket for something or they'd pull me over. And most of the time I talked my way out of it. But there were two places where I got tickets where I guess they, I didn't talk my way out of it. And I never paid them. And because they were little bumfuck towns that don't matter, they didn't get put into the Texas failure to appear. In 2016, I went through all of this rigmarole to get my license back. Because I'd had an invalid. I'd been driving on a suspended license for like six years at that point. Maybe seven. Is that legal? Very illegal. Oh, okay. Very illegal. So I was driving on a suspended license constantly. And getting more and more tickets. And that was what the problem was, is I would have a suspended license. I would get driving while license invalid. And then that's two more years on the suspension. Oh, damn. So I just said, fuck it. Just kept driving. He's like, pull me over, bitch. You know? <laughs> but 2016, I was like, I'm going to be an adult. So I spent like five grand. And I paid off everything across the whole state. Paid off all of my fees. Took care of all of it. So 2016, I got a valid driver's license. And I like, man, I'm, I feel good. Yeah. I'm legally driving for the first time in a decade. You know? And then uh, 2020 happens, and I go to change my license when I moved back to Texas from California. I went to go and update my address to where I moved here, and they said, we can't renew your license. Uh, you have two warrants out for your arrest. I was like, that's fucking impossible. So I go on the Texas failure to appear, and sure enough, from 2012 and 2014, I had two tickets. And there was one that was in like a city outside of Mineral Wells that was just like a speeding ticket. That I had never paid. Never even heard of it. And then one of them was in Burnett County, wherever the fuck that is. <laughs> and it was for uh, failure to maintain financial registration, FMFR, which is the ticket you get if you don't have your, in <clears throat> if you don't have your insurance with you. Mm. I 
as listeners may know, grew up rich. So I've had my insurance on my phone since I was 16 because that's just fucking how it worked. Yeah. Like, but that didn't become legal for the cops to accept as proof of insurance or required to be accepted as proof of insurance until like 2017, 2018, like something recently. So I got a ticket for not having my insurance because the small town fucking cop didn't believe the shit on my phone and didn't want to bother through looking it. So he told me like, hey, if you just mail in a copy of this, they'll waive the ticket. I never did that because it's a small fucking town. Of course they can not. go kill themselves. I hope they all die. Yeah. So I have this thing. I have to pay, I think, $1,700 to pay off this warrant. So I go through and I do all the things online. I pay all the fucking money. I'm like, God fucking damn, this sucks so bad. Now I'm broke. Hooray. Right before Christmas. Was this this year? No, oh, 2020. 2020. All right. right before Christmas, I pay it off. Two days after Christmas, I get a letter in the mail from the state of Texas. Because you pled no contest to a failure to maintain financial registration, you have a mandatory two-year suspension on your license. So from 2020, my license is suspended again, but now I'm driving for both comedy and my day job. And my day job was like, hey, you can't drive on a suspended license. You had to pay all those tickets in the past when you did this. Like, that's not good. You need to get an SR-22 and get an occupational license. So I pay my lawyer to get me an occupational license. I file. I get an SR-22, which is the special, like, super fucked up bad driver insurance. My insurance through the general, the cheapest and worst one, just liability, is $340 a month. So for having full coverage, it would have been like 600 a month, which I can't afford yeah. for just fucking car insurance on my car that I bought cash so I wouldn't have a car payment. So if I had not had a suspended license, I would have kept full coverage, and then this would have been no big deal. But because I had liability, they don't cover anything. The cops are doing nothing. We're back to present day. So okay. baby red Prius is destroyed. I finally get that lady's insurance information through some interesting methods. And call her. She gives me her insurance and says, but I wasn't driving. She answered the phone? She did. Someone else was driving her car, apparently. So then I talked to her insurance. So they're still trying to determine if they can figure out who was driving the car. And I was like, oh, bet. There's a bar directly across the street from where my car got destroyed. Is that Valhalla? Better days. Better days. And I was like, they have a security camera pointed directly out front. And I've got like 20 witnesses. Because there was a fucking front page of Reddit post about my car. So all this happens. Basically, nothing's going to happen. No one's going to do anything. The police are completely fucking useless. Uh, but there's still a shrine to my car. Because that happened on January 15th. And it is now February 2nd. That was January 15th. It was January 15th when that happened. And it is now February 2nd. And the car has received one parking ticket. And it has not moved. That's insane. I use that. I use your example all the time because, like, uh, Dom's gonna be here, and he's like, "Oh, like, what about parking?" And I was like, "Dude, you could park in the police lot. Nothing will happen." I'm parked half a block from the main police station. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I don't even know what the fuck they're doing. But, um, so that's been, dude. I'm so excited. What the chick just sent me the address to pick her up from. This is happening, bro. Dude, that's this is so happening, wild. bro. That is crazy. I might cry. Ethical non-monogamy. You want to hear, hear something actually crazy, though? No. Yeah, I do. So, I'm, uh, I, so, I, sometimes, if, like, so, like, you ever use Tinder to just, like, jerk off? Yeah, of course. So, like. Oh, wait. Jerking off to Tinder pictures? Yeah, you know, you'll just be like. Fuck no. <laughs> what do you mean? You psychopath. What are you talking about? You jerk off to Tinder and Instagram? You're yeah, a bad person. You know, like every once in a while, you'll just like scroll through a Tinder and like it'll like pop up and or like you'll match with somebody and you'll be like, oh, you know, then you just like imagine yourself fucking them. You just jerk off and then you're like, cool. Now I don't have to go waste money by actually going and fucking them. Whoa. So a year ago to this day, every once in a while, I'll go to the a year ago to this day on my camera roll. And so yesterday I went to a year ago on this day and I had screenshotted this chick's fucking Tinder profile from a year ago when we to jerk off to yeah of course because she's that hot but we didn't match or anything so now I'm about to go fuck this chick that I jerked off to from a year ago on accident not realizing it was the exact same person pretty fucking cool dude there might be a god and he's a douchebag <laughs> or or I'm about to get just severely kidnapped and tortured and 
Oh, your organs. Or my car. They're going to take your organs. Your organs are worth more than your car. That would well, be not your liver, but <laughs> that would be scary if like I'm like having drinks with this chick and she's just like, yeah, I'm little Kimmy, you know, she's got, you know, kidney failure, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, that's weird. Uh, what's her blood no, type? What's really going to happen is you're, she's going to be like, let's take a bath to get ready. And then you're going to walk. <laughs> and then you're going to walk into the bathroom and then you're going to wake up in a bathtub full of ice. Like, what happened? You think I would wake oh, up? Oh, shit. Wait, this is why I wanted to tell the whole Prius. I don't even remember. Okay. But. But uh, <laughs> this week, dude, so all this stuff's been fucked up. I was supposed to take – I'm on probation for my weed charge, which yeah. is why I don't drink alcohol or smoke marijuana anymore. I'm proud um, of you. Yeah, it's – man, it's been a journey. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm proud of myself too. But uh, so I have to take this drug offender education program. Okay. Which is – it basically just like, hey, don't do drugs. Yeah. If you do drugs, they're bad. If you do too many drugs, your life will be bad. Your life's already bad because you're here. You know, so that's the whole class. I've had two of them in a row get canceled. First one got canceled because the instructor got COVID. Second one got canceled uh, because they didn't have enough people. And they weren't. They have to have a minimum of 15, and they had three registered. At so, least it's on Zoom, though. So it this one is on be, Zoom. Right? Yeah, so it's on Zoom. So day one, we get into this class. And we're all on Zoom, and she's yelling at everybody like, mute your damn microphone, Ignacio, 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 mute your microphone. Like, it's a, like a 55, 60-year-old black woman <laughs> just yelling at all these people. There's another open micer comic that was in it. Really? That, like, saw me and messaged me on Instagram, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. What's <laughs> <Like, laughs> up, dog? We're, we're in we're drug class it. together, right? But... So then she tells us, she was like, listen, we ain't going to be staying late because I know y'all tired. I know you got other commitments. I know you got other jobs. I know you got a, a loud ass husband making too much noise downstairs. Like, she's just she's fucking incredible. And so first day we ended at like 745 for a class that's supposed to go till nine. Second day, Tuesday, we start the class there's a girl in the class that the teacher keeps going, fuck, I should change her name, but I'm not going to. She, Lacey, you can do this, girl. You got this, girl, Lacey. I know you got this. Lacey is doing heroin and is nodding off during the fucking class. <laughs> it's because it's Zoom. We all have to have our cameras on. So there's the big picture of the teacher talking. And then up here, I just see this fucking lady in her kitchen like. <laughs> and then she's like, Lacey, she's like, like she's for sure on heroin. Like there's no other way you nod off like that. So that's happening, which is hilarious. So day two, we finish at like seven o'clock. And I'm like, this is amazing. My three hour class has not taken longer than an hour. Now, yesterday, there's the big freeze. So we all log into class at six and six oh one. She starts the class and she's in her car. She's got her fucking laptop sitting above her steering wheel. And she's like, you know, we done lost power. And I need a heat and power to do the class today. I ain't going to keep y'all long. We got things to do. Like, you never keep us long. You're the best. Ten minutes into class, her camera dies. And then this one fucking annoying asshole goes, all right, so since Miss Pam's gone, I'm going to teach the class now. And I unmuted myself and I was like, dude, fuck all the way off. You shut the fuck up because it's not being recorded anymore because the host is gone. Oh, really? Yeah. So then I hit the mute button. I go and smoke a bowl of Delta 8. <laughs> I hit my dad. I hit my pen a couple times and then I'm sitting there and then she comes back on her phone all grainy as shit. She goes, y'all, we just going to call today and just say deuces. Good night. <laughs> just ends the class. We were done at 6.15. So I don't know. We had to fill out all this paperwork, like to get our certificate to prove we did this and to pass this test and stuff. I took the pretest and I only missed one question. You can miss 10 questions. So I'm already good. <laughs> I just have to show up. Nice. Well, dude, I didn't realize. So I just found this uh, screenshot back in the day, but it, it like completed. Did you ever hear about that story about how I, Stole chemicals out of the lab my sophomore year. Yeah, you year. told this story to me on this pod. So recently I found out a second half of that is that I had to go to, and I totally forgot about it, but I went with my stepdad 
I had to go to this counseling class for people who make poor decisions at uh, church. No, it was at the main Huntington Beach Police Department, and I'll never forget. Like I forgot about it, but now that I fucking saw the memory and a picture of me there, I remembered it. It was literally like there was kids there that like stabbed kids, robbed places, all this crazy shit, and I was just there because I fucking like stole a chemical and made my friends drink it. I was like so out of place. Dog, no. You were the only eco-terrorist. They were probably looking at you like, yo, white boy crazy. He poisoned (laughs) his friends with chemicals. We was just stealing it shit. (laughs) I felt out of place. Yeah, I bet you did. You were the (laughs) only fucking terrorist. You want to know how I'm not a psychopath? This one time. Dude, this, this is, is not going to end well for you. This is, is actually one of the funniest fucking things. So me and my buddy love baseball, and so we we used to go to like the the backfields at Marina High School, and we would like I would pitch to him, and he would hit because he was on like a community college team and shit. And so you would pitch, would, and he would catch. No, 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 no. He would be hitting. There'd be no catcher. <laughs> we couldn't. We had. We didn't have three friends who liked baseball, <laughs> so it'd just be us there and a bucket of balls. And so I'd just be pitching to him, and he'd just be, you know, like cranking homers and shit like that. Yeah, so, he'd be pitching, he'd be cranking it, dude. That's oh, awesome. God. And so we would fucking, <laughs> we would all, you know, run out there, grab all the balls, throw them in and stuff. And this one time, we find this fucking knife in this backfield, like this knife with, like, blood on it, bro. Like, legit blood on it. And we were like, oh, shit, dude. Like, we should, like, go turn this I'll in. I'll touch it. <laughs> so I, gra- I picked it up. And so like, I gave it to him. So we're both our fingerprints now, like all over this. And yeah. it was for sure blood. We were looking at like, throw this fucking crazy. Whoa. <laughs> you fucking moron. Just like that, right? Uh, and so also, I wish we were young. We were like, this was, I was like 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Way too old to be just picking this shit up. No, for And wrong. we were like, oh shit. And so we were like, yo, we should I would go. do that today. We were like, we should go take this to the police department. So we was like, all right, cool. He had the car. And we were like, all right, let's go. And I was like, oh shit, dude. I fucking. I put my fingerprints all over it. He's like, oh shit, me too. And so we, we fucking sc- like scrape all, <laughs> we scraped a knife, right? Like in the dirt and like to rub our fingerprints off. But we also like cake the blade in like dirt and shit. We're like, all right, cool, let's go. Like we got our fingerprints off. <laughs> so we drive, we drive to the police department. We drive all the way to the main Huntington Beach Police Department, right? We get there and we're like, hey, we, we found this knife. There's like blood on it, blah, blah, blah. And so like a detective comes and he like looks at the knife. He's like, thank you boys for like bringing this in, blah, blah, blah. And he's like looking at it. He's like, He's like, man, there's no, there's no like blood on this. There's just dirt and stuff, but we'll we'll keep it. You know, you guys are great citizens, like blah blah blah. But you know, probably nothing. And so we just go. There was for sure blood on that motherfucker. But you we, we saved just, a murderer we, from getting convicted because just, you didn't want to get scared. We just stopped. So we just let some guy get away. Holy shit. Is this why you say you're from the 714 or whatever? You're like, I'm from Compton, dog. I hide fingerprints. Listen, not just fingerprints, bro. I tampered with evidence. Yeah, yeah, and then admitted it on a podcast while the statute of limitations hadn't expired. It was good. (laughs) It was fucking hell. Because literally, like, you ever seen, it literally was like this. When the guy was like, oh, you know, I don't see any blood. This is just dirt. And we both just looked at each other just like, we wiped too much. We, yeah, <laughs> it was hilarious. It would have been really funny if one of y'all had been like full retard and been like, well, there was more blood, but then we touched it. And so we tried to make it not look like we touched it by rubbing it in the dirt. We put it in, we put it in like a Ziploc bag that we found too to make it look like we fucking didn't tamper. It was, I don't know why we didn't just like throw it into the sewer or something. I don't know why the police didn't tell you guys. Hey, boys, you get a special sticker. Uh, <laughs> you're going to be special little detectives. Now, where's your caretaker, you fucking retards? <laughs> uh, dude, that was great. I'll never forget that. Just the, the I'll never forget like the look. on like It felt like I was out of body, like the look on my face of just like, whoops. When he was just like, this is just dirt. But, you know, we appreciate it, guys. You know, stay being good citizens. And then, yeah, I was just like running red lights and shit. Drinking and driving, allegedly. No, allegedly, yeah. That allegedly. For real. What time is it? All right, we got 10 minutes. Um, dude, it's been uh, wild living here. Yeah, are we able to talk about it? <laughs> I mean, some of it, yeah. Yeah, so like, it was just like about how, like when you moved here, we were able to talk about it. Oh, dude, yeah. So I moved here because I have the weed charge on my record, and even though I'm on misdemeanor probation... It still shows up on my record as a felony until I complete the probation. So, how long is that? Uh, I think April is when I'm. Scheduled. That's not that bad. Yeah, no, it's not bad at all. Um, I hired a very good Jew. 
I'm Boyer. Uh, Boyer. Boyer. Yeah, Boyer. 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 No, but uh, so you know, like I'm I'm separating. I'm going through this divorce. It's fucking hard. Yeah, it's a sad thing to do. And I moved in. I'm, I'm first thing I did was I got all my stuff out and just moved in with my mom to mm. try and find a place. Uh, and then you were like, "Hey, let me tell this guy I live with." To fix this other room Well so first of all It was so funny Because like We had been like Hanging out and stuff And I was just like Yeah like I just live in this place There's just like this room He's using for like Storage or whatever Like blah 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 And then like A week later You were you hit me up And you're like Hey is anybody Planning on moving Into the next room And I was like Who's asking And you're like Me I was like What the fuck Yeah <laughs> Well, because like I, I was very private about all of the relationship trouble that yeah. I was having, and like I always brought her around to clubs and everything, like because I didn't want her to feel uncomfortable, and like even sure. if we were fighting, I always thought like, well, we'll get through it. Sure, you know, it's we're married, we're not gonna divorce. That'd be crazy. And then like it started getting so bad at the end that it was like we, we should not be married. This is a bad yeah. idea. But it's also like that's such a hard thing to admit, like to be like, oh man, I failed in this relationship, like this relationship that I'm a part of failed. Some fault of that is my own. Like, why is that embarrassing? I, well, cause like, uh, you know, it's a good question to me. It just, it, uh, felt like I was saying, uh, like publicly, like I'm not good enough. Like, uh, it was a, a statement of like the quality of who I was as a human being that I was not, uh, worth being a husband. It was like the, the, just the shitty talk about it in my head. So then it was like, the, I felt like I failed. I didn't do a good job. And I got like, you know, I'm, I try to be so nice to everybody. And now it's like, it, it, it was just a lot of very confusing questions to have to answer for myself. Uh, and about like what that meant for the relationship. Um, so I like, I hit you up a couple times about possibly moving in. And then. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Well, we talked a few times. Oh, and then okay. I was like wishy washy. And then eventually I was like, all right, I'm moving in like this weekend. And you were like, all right, bet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I must have just thought you were kidding. Because yeah. I remember like, I just remember being shocked and you were like, me. I was like, you? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's going on, but sure, dude. <laughs> well, and then like, you know, I came to visit and looked through the room and everything the first time before I moved in. I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. it's fine. It'll do. Yeah, it's a room. I live yeah. indoors. That's that was the goal. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's been so funny because like, I haven't invited like anybody over. Me neither. Like, nobody knows where I fucking live. <laughs> we have this badass backyard used for nothing. <laughs> like, I'm fucking barely home. If I'm home, I'm in my room. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's been so. But this neighborhood, my absolute favorite. You and Ross work normal stuff. You guys go to work during the day. Yeah. So a lot of the times it's two or three p.m. and I'm the only one home. <laughs> so I was you know, sitting there in my room, and because I have that air conditioning unit, I can hear everything outside really loud if it's off. Oh, uh, because it's just a straight opening. Yeah, I'm sitting there one day, and I hear tires squeal, and like a car like Aah! and pull up, and it sounds like it's in front of our house, and I'm like. <gasps> Like what, the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck could this be? And I'm looking through, like, the fish eye of the door, and I can't see anything because there's a fucking trailer in our yard for some reason <laughs> with fucking used-to-be appliances on it that were stolen that at some stolen. point. <laughs> but so I, like, peek out, and I look. And our next-door neighbors on one side is, like, an old Mexican man that's always out working on his truck. But drinking like forty-eight packs of beer, it's real amount of beer. It's impressive, yeah. actually. Yeah, I look up to him. Yeah. But <laughs> but he he's out there working on his fucking Ford Ranger, and there's some other guy there with him. And then the car pulls up, and then this like big, uh, he looks like Bill from Hank from King of the Hill. Okay. He gets out, but he's like angry, and he goes, "Who the fuck lives here?" Probably the guys in front of you, dog. I don't know why you would <laughs> approach their property with that energy. What's going on? So he starts screaming. He goes, you guys had a party here a couple weeks ago, right? And I was like, yeah, man, we have, we have parties all the time. Uh, sometimes we have parties. What's going on? <laughs> and the guy's like, well, some asshole got drunk at your party, left, and then down at that light rear-ended my daughter's car and hurt her and her friend. And they're in the hospital now, and I'm trying to find that man so he can pay their bills. And he's like, oh, my friend, I'm so sorry. I don't know. 
you know what kind of car it was they, they do the drive <laughs> so the dude next door is like help like trying to be nice and helpful like i'm so sorry that sucks so bad and this dude's like fuck you tell me his name and he's like who <laughs> like he doesn't fucking know and, and then the guy goes well i know we got arrested that night and he's like no my friends got arrested <laughs> and he's like the guy that hit my daughter got arrested and he goes then it's not for my party, man. I, all my friends are still not in jail. <laughs> so, like, the dude is just, like, confused and angry. Like, I know you're lying to me, but I can't prove it. And the other dude's like, I don't know, my friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it, it was so fucking fun to listen to. But I was for sure he was going to start shooting. Just the energy he had. He was so uh, angry. It was like, well, that guy's going to walk to his truck and get a rifle in a second. And I'm probably going to start laughing and have to go inside. <laughs> Well, dude, Austin's kind of scary. I call this place like Grand Theft Austin. This place is scary. Some of it. I mean, it's not as scary as being like, well, I'll just like, like literally. Well, it's also scary for you because you're a little boy. No, it's scary for anybody <laughs> for the, some of the situations I've been in. I got robbed. Anybody that weighs under 150 pounds, it's scary for. I guess, but I'm talking. He wasn't going to rob me. I'm, I'm talking. You were there and didn't get robbed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, but also he took your hat. I just and bought. I like, pretty much I bought it back. I want my hat back, Ooh. dude. That's a one of one hat. Yeah, and also he could have been a one of one dead homeless in the alley for t- letting me tee off on his face for you stealing. You were right there and didn't do anything. I came up to him, and then the bartender from fucking Buckshot saved that guy's life. We'd, and fuck, then you could have kicked their both their asses. What? You could. I, I could have taken the bartender or held him off long enough for you to kill the homeless guy, and then come back and take out that guy, and we would have just went and got pizza and left. Well, the bartender at Buckshots was like, hold on, man. It's not worth it. It's not yeah. worth it. And then separated us. And he goes, y'all come in next time. Drink on me. But then. Did we? As we're realizing what we walked away is it's 2.15 in the morning. They're closed right now. Bah. So I got to go in there the next time he's working. Or I have to go in the next time that he's not working. Be like, hey, I stopped. I didn't beat up a black guy. And a black guy that works here said I could have a free drink about it. Can, can I have it? <laughs> at a place where drinks are already $3. Right? <laughs> well, can I have a very cheap drink for free because I didn't do a racism? It wouldn't have been racist. It would have the guy stole my hat. If I had it would have been. Oh god. <laughs> no. I'm talking about the time specifically where that guy got shot fifteen times with an AK forty seven right outside my window. When what? I was you didn't hear about this? Oh, when you lived down south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, fucking, yeah. and the guy was just like, Help, help. They shot my stepdad. And I literally, like, the, the people had already, like, sped away. And I was just like, bro. I almost, like, got on my balcony and yelled, shut the fuck. You're going to they're gonna come back. Yeah. Finish the job. You're going to get you, too. Yeah. Like, fucking, it was, like, right across. Also, you're supposed to say, help me, step bro. I'm stuck. <laughs> they got my stepdad. This is a terrible porn. Dude, for, uh, for uh, like, a week, I was just watching, like, AK-47 videos. Dude, that guy got shot with an AK-47 15 times. There's no way there's anything left of that guy but, like, his toe. He was like Peter Pettigrew. There was nothing left of that guy but his foot. No, AKs don't. They're not, it's not a high caliber round. Dude, are you insane? I watched this one where the guy shot this windshield like five times and it was massive damage to your you body. Say a windshield? Yeah. A windshield, tempered glass that's made to break when it takes no, any it damage. No, it didn't break. It didn't break. It was just you know that like the, the the spread of the damage. Like, bro, you're not taking that to the chest fifteen times. I just realized that I don't know anything about what calibers mean with the numbers. I thought I was going to be able to look at it and be like, ah, but it says 7.62 times 39 millimeters. It's the the size of the bullet. Which one's the girth, Galen? Uh, Is it the 39 or the 7.62? 45 has to be the length. This doesn't say 45. This says 7.62 X 39 mm. I don't know what the hell you're looking at then. The caliber. They're 39 millimeter rounds. Okay, yeah. 7.62 millimeter. Di- yeah, so that's not fucking huge. Bro, to take to the chest? Y- yes, you're going to die to a bullet to the chest. Yeah, I'm just saying it's but a like, massive round. That's a massive round to just get shot with. Like a like a, like a a Glock 9. It's like a 9 millimeter bullet. You're talking AK-47? That could be like a 40 caliber bullet. That's t- four Do, times bigger. Brother, brother. Four times Nine bigger. millimeters is smaller than 7.62 millimeters. Are you retarded? I mean, sorry, nine millimeters is bigger. 
than 7.62. Yes. yes. So, so a, a 9 mil cal, a is bigger cal. than the, the 7.62 that goes... Neither of us know anything about guns. We should not be talking about this. Someone that knows guns, please message me at Galen and call us yeah. liberal cucks or whatever. I can't own a gun because I drink a little bit every now and Not anymore, but I used to drink. And then I would get curious about what flavor the bullets were. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so... I'm <laughs> saying you would not want to... I would rather get shot with a handgun than AK-47. And this dude. I don't want to get shot, dog. And if I get shot, I want to get shot once in the head. In the head. Audi five thousand. I'm done. You do you know anybody that's been shot? Yeah. I hear it just feels like a like like you just get pinched. Who did you talk to? Not a guy who got shot. Yeah, correct. <laughs> uh, everybody I've told uh, talked to, so they call uh, the nickname for. When the feeling you get of a tattoo is liquid fire, because it's kind of what it what what liquid fire is what they call tattooing, like the ink feeling, like oh, oh, the okay. sensation of getting a tattoo is like liquid fire. Um, oh fuck, I gotta get on oh, my drug class. Let me pause it real quick. Pause it Don't know what we're talking about, but we're back in Mike's <laughs> in his drug class. You can hear it. See, I my impression was spot the fuck on. I don't, I don't, like <laughs> people talk shit, they're like, "That's racist." No, nah, dog, I'm good at these. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, the heroin chick's here today, and the open micer. This is hilarious. Who's the open micer? I don't want to say his name because oh, yeah, I'll yeah, feel yeah, bad calling him an open micer. I don't know who that is. Yeah, me either. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> All right, plugs, plugs. As you know, I leave the final minute of the podcast to the guests to say oh, whatever. Bruh, at least he's jacking off. Right? Just plug whatever, say whatever. The next minute is all you, Mike Ian. Bro, why is this guy sitting in a double tree? What's happening? Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, when does this come out? It'll be out whenever I get back from... Banging oh, this married chick? Yeah. Nice. With, with a kid, with a kid. With a kid. So probably tomorrow? Yes. Uh, tomorrow, February 3rd, I'm on the 8 p.m. show at Vulcan, the Get Ripped show where we will allegedly be smoking marijuana. I will not because it's a violation of my probation, but I will be there. I'm also going to be doing the halftime show at the Perverts show at Creek in the Cave. That's at 1130. The halftime show. Isn't that where like somebody gets like raped on stage? Yeah. I'm just roasting someone. But oh, I will be there. Uh, and then at midnight, I'm also doing another show at Vulcan uh, there. And then uh, February 8th, I'm at Cap City hosting for Zod Deji. February 10th and 11th, I'm at Upstage Lounge in San Antonio for Jonathan Kite. And big announcement. March 10th, I will be opening for the Overheard LA show to kick off South by Southwest. So get your South by Southwest passes. Your boy is in this year. Dude, that'll be fucking sick. Thanks for doing the podcast, brother. Thanks for having me on. Have fun with this married chick. With a kid. (laughs) With a kid. With a kid. (laughs)